Hello, 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 party people. Welcome to another episode of your... What the fuck am I saying? Hold on. Keep going, keep going, bitch. Oh, shit. I can't be calling you no bitch. Exactly. You can't be calling me no motherfucking bitch. Wait, wait. Who you calling the bitch? You and I, T-Y. You and I, T-Y. Let's reunite. Who you calling the bitch? You and I, T-Y. Love a black woman. All right. All right, on that outtake, on that outtake, hello, 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 party people. Welcome to another episode of The Ripeness. I am your girl, EVE, a Brooklyn girl in an uptown world. And today is Saturday, September 8th, 2018. It is 1.20 a.m. And y'all, child, here I was minding my black-ass business trying to think about my next venture when all of a sudden I hear... Well, actually, fuck I hear. Ding, 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 ding. I see some shit on the shade room talking about how there was an altercation between cardi b and Nicki minaj at a fashion week party and i have some initial thoughts now mind you i don't really know the full scope of the issue um and i don't have a horse in this in this race i just have some thoughts that came to mind initially about cardi about Nicki, about hip-hop about beef right Cause what is it that Biggie said? Beef. Beef is when. When I see you. And your moms ain't safe up in these streets, right? So, really thinking about, um, and I just got to thinking, like, let's talk, let's talk beef, right? Cause. Like yeah, I mean like real beef. Like real beef. Like first of all, beef is inevitable. Basically. Right. I no, mean, no. Beef, is it? Beef is, can, it be, is it? Is it? No. Beef can. No. Some people will avoid beef. But beef. No. Is beef inevitable? Yeah. I would say, I, I think, I think, I think beef is, is a part of life. Like, if you learn how to manage beef, right, however you, whatever you consider to be beef, then you're probably a better person for it. And I don't, mm. and I don't subscribe to this idea that somehow beef needs to be managed in a peaceful way all the time. Like, the older I get, the more I realize that sometimes as much as you would like to be nonviolent or really easy going with shit like sometimes you just gotta like let some let some stuff out punch somebody in the face um maybe you know i mean hopefully it doesn't come to that very often because otherwise we'd have some um, sort of anarchy mush somebody i mean shit i, I want y'all out there ripe nation raise your hand if you've never wanted to mush somebody i bet you ain't nobody i want to mush somebody this morning on the goddamn train listen if you live in a city like new york where you take public transportation you might want to mush several niggas a day I wanted to mush this lady. Nah, I'm going to stop. Nah, but you know what? No, I did. I really wanted to mush this lady because she kept talking <laughs> about... Because there was, a, cause there was a, the, uh, an issue with the trains this morning. And she was saying, um, well, that's down at 14th Street. We on, I just want to get to the next stop. And I'm looking at her like, listen, if there's a power outage on 14th Street, that means the trains in front of you probably can't move as well. How are you going to keep going? And she just kept going and going. And... Surprisingly, no one said anything. Everybody just kind of just ignored her. Yeah. And then she went on 17 more times to talk about, just let me get to the next stop. Right. And I think that there are some people who are annoying as fuck, right? Like the, what, what that lady sounds like. It's just yes. annoying. And that that's their way of dealing with their own annoyance. Yes. That they want to like unpackage things or they want to state the obvious. Like, you know, for example, here in New York City, it's hot. Right. It's hot. It's 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 annoyingly hot. There are some stations that are so hot 
The other day I was at 14th Street on Union Square. The train was so the train station was so hot that I had to ask someone who worked there if the heat was on. Like and it was 90 <laughs> degrees outside. And, and you know, it was just unbearable. And then there's gonna be people that are like, damn, it's hot. Bitch, you think? Like, but yes. No, nah, we're it's just hot. sweating for no reason. Yes, right? Yes, it's hot. We are sweating here. And so you know, but going back to this whole thing of what really triggered this conversation about like what's beef, right? Is so apparently, um, and from what I'm, I'm, what I've, what I've read based on the preliminary information that's being revealed, is that apparently, uh, Cardi threw her shoes at Nikki or maybe someone in Nikki's camp during um, an event at Fashion Week, and I have some, you know, and it. It, it's a little unfortunate. Certainly, if I was enjoying my free cocktails that they have at these Fashion Week events, I might have been a little bit like pissy that it got stopped. But one number, the first before I move on to this, one of the things that I want to say openly as a black person is that I don't give a fuck. Like with these people, immediately like when you look at these like shade room commentary and shit, they'll be like, "Oh, now they had to go do that in front of white people." Y'all think white people don't beef? Hell yeah, you the Oasis, oh you know that group Oasis, Noah, yeah. Noah, and some Gallagher, they brothers. They've been fighting for like fifteen years. So publicly, this, right? This idea that somehow black people are going to be more respected by white people if we act certain ways, it's two thousand eighteen. We know that's not true. We know that that is not true. So this idea that somehow that's going to make us as a race look worse, if white if white people are looking at black people as a whole terribly because Nicki and Minaj and Cardi B got into some sort of altercation they ain't never like you boo so it wasn't probably they had mass security up in that piece Mm -hmm. no one was probably really at any kind of risk I certainly don't think that like you know (laughs) Nicki is holding some sort of 9mm in her wig I don't think that Right. So the reality is that Cardi might have a switchblade though. Cardi might have might Cardi Cardi might have, might have cut her. Maybe Nikki might have a little. Nah, does, I don't, does I don't, Nikki feel like a fighter to you? I know she seems like the type that'll talk. Yeah, and then have a lot of people right. between her. I don't know this woman from a can of paint, but yeah, she seems like the type that would not necessarily be. Yeah. She seems like she would more she would talk more yeah, than she like, would do. I don't I don't I don't perceive or get pushed back. Yeah. I don't feel like Nikki got hands. <clears throat> Maybe she got hands. I don't think Cardi got hands either. Mm. But I think that Cardi would step to it. Like I think that you know Cardi might Cardi might have <laughs> hands just on the ver- just by the fact that like she would step to it. You know what I mean? Like she right. would lean into the fight. I think there's some people who don't have hands. They're cognizant that they don't have hands and they would like step back from it and be like, well, damn, all I said was that her kids was right. ugly and <laughs> that her man stink, you know, or something ridiculous. And then question why the other person might be super upset right. about it. Why and are you so aggressive? Why are you so aggressive? All I said was a whole bunch of shit that really hurt your feelings, but mm-hmm. we ain't allowed to have feelings in this game. Right. So I think that there's definitely that space. But going back to like, you know, apparently there's been some sort of ongoing kind of slight tension uh, because of the fact that they are both rappers in this space. There has been questions about whether um, Cardi has been stealing Nicki Shine or vice versa. Apparently there was some disappointment that happened about Nicki's most recent release. What's it called? Good question. What's Nicki? Oh, Queen. It's called Queen. 
I think the the yeah, Nicki's right. album is called Queen, and it it hasn't hit number one on the charts, or has it? I don't think it's hit number one in the charts. I think she's been number two for a yeah. minute. So she's been number two. I think first the first week was Travis Scott, and then another week was maybe someone else. So I'm not sure if it's hit number one, but I think she obviously yeah. wanted to, you know, lead off as number one, and that didn't happen. And so the Cardi B gang. Um, or Cardi B followers where, you know, they, they, it's kind of like this, all these celebrities have their, their tribe, right? So, like, Beyonce has the Hive, and Rihanna has the Navy, and Nicki has the Barbs. I don't know what you call the Cardi B fans, but apparently, like, there was some sort of, right, the Cardi B, I don't know, Bs? No, that's, that'll be, that'll be Beyonce's people. I, I can't get it. I would call them the Projects. <laughs> Shut up. No? Nah, we're not gonna call them that. You oh, know, no, I, no, I would call them the Bronx. No. No. I don't know. Cardi B. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm, I don't know. I mean, Cardi B is for Bacardi, right? So, what we call like. I thought her name was like. Didn't, ain't Cardi in her real name? No, her name is Belle Calis. Her real name. She got a real Dominican oh, name. Like Shout a, out to the Dominicans. I thought it was like Belle, Belle, Bella Cardi or something like no, that. No, I think it's. I think she wanted to go by Bacardi, but Bacardi was going to be send her like a stop and decease. So, okay. or stop. So I said stop and decease. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a, a stop and decease. No, it's not decease. Cease and desist. Cease and desist. <laughs> stop and desist. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's the new thing. I'm going to get your stop and desease t shirts. We're going to have them for two. For fifteen ninety nine. Yo, oh my gosh! Wait, what the hell? Oh, it's my hair. That shit. I was like, Yo, what is that? What the hell is dripping? (laughs) Came through dripping. Drip, drip. (laughs) Oh snap! Stopping the party. All right. So anyway, so uh, cease and cease Cease and and desist. Oh my goodness. So she changed it to Cardi B. So from what I understand that that's her history. But I mean, when you think about it, it's this idea that I was reading the comments and I got triggered by some of the comments. I don't know if y'all want to get triggered in life. Y'all need to read the comments on like the shade room. Um, Nope. It is somewhere where you realize that there are a lot of ignorant people in the world. Yep. And they have, and they all have. And they chilling in the comment section. They chill in the comment section. They make friends. They be, at all day. they be in the comment section <laughs> all damn day long. But it was one of those things that made you realize that it was from a couple of different perspectives, right? Number one is like, when you have beef, what do you do, right? Like, how do you? And also, what's the difference between having beef with someone and just not liking someone? Like when? Oh, the, I think there's right? a major difference. When? when right. So what do you? What do you think? I think when you don't like someone, it's typically, there's no harm that happens. Like, when you don't like someone, you just, you, 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 you can go back and forth, but it's a lot of verbal, you know, mm-hmm. or it's a lot of insinuation, or this person said, like, there's always other people involved as well when you don't like someone. Really? Oh, I think so, typically. Because I, th- I think there's always somebody in somebody else's ear. Mm. Now, it might not be you in your case, mm-hmm. you know, not using you as, a, as an example, but on one party, but there's always somebody else and somebody's there. To me, when it's beef, stuff happens. Ah. Like, there's action when it's ah. beef. You could dislike somebody for, for years and nothing ever happens. But when it's beef, something happens. Somebody gets punched in the face. 
somebody, you know, like something happened. Mm. So, I, so that means that that, that whatever I, that animosity has escalated from I don't like you to like beef, which is no, why no, no. I think sometimes it, 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 it's like sometimes in certain situations, beef is beef. Like it ain't even about animosity. It's just about we have a problem and it gets addressed. Typically in a physical fashion of some sh- some shape or form. And when I say physical fashion, I don't mean there's 15 people between the two of y'all and y'all talking or going back and forth and somebody do something and somebody, and I'm not necessarily the Cardi B situation, but <clears throat> like something happens. Right. And I, I think typically when you have beef with somebody, you don't wait to see them. You know, when you see them, it's, a, it's on. It ain't like, all right, if I see you, it's like, no, you know what? I know where you are. I'm going to find you. And then I'm going to address it. Mm. Yeah, all right. So, and also, is beef... Like, do you... Is, is beef for poor people? No. Because, no, because I think that there's... Hell, yo, you're not... Cause the, the United States, when it was <laughs> created, was beefing. Yo, why is your head drip? Drip, drip. Yo, you drip, dripping right now. You dripping, drip, drip. Yo, how you turn to the right and your drink look like... But like like a faucet. No, because that was another thing that kind of came up. Like, oh, they have too much to risk and to. Uh, you no, know, yeah, so I agree. Somehow, like, there's nah. this. I understand this. It's this not kind of assumption. This when you have beef, <laughs> that there's less that you. I mean, I'm sorry. When you have more economically to lose, that somehow beef is supposed to go away. So no, what uh, y'all think? Because I mean, email us at theripenessradio at gmail dot com and let me know what you're thinking. And also. Shout me out. I'm going to talk about this on Instagram. So it's going to be uh, at, I'm not sorry, ripeness, R-I-P-E-N-E-S-S. Because I want to know what y'all think. Like, do you have less beef when you got more money? Or, and how do you move from beef? Or like, how does it escalate from like, I don't like this person or I don't like this situation to like, I got beef with this situation or this person? I think, it, I think it's various factors. You know, like, I don't think, I don't think beef has anything to do with your finances. I think some people get in situations because they have the finances and they think that the finances are going to stop or prevent them from, you know, like some people in certain situations, they like, oh, I got money so I can actually pop. I can pop off because I can prevent something from actually happening. Whereas when you in certain situations and you don't have no money, it's like you could be walking up the block and if you got beef with six people and you run into them, you got to immediately do something. There's no bodyguard, you know what I mean? There's no entourage, you know? So I think with, with, with this situation of Cardi B and, uh, and Nicki Minaj, it's kind of like if they was both in the bathroom mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. would it pop off? Maybe. I, if, don't, I mean, if it's beef, <clears throat> it's going to pop off. But I, that's dislike, what I'm saying. I think it's I more just, dislike. I can see them being like, so what's the problem? No, you tell me what's the problem. But is that beef or is that That's dislike? not beef. At least from my understanding of beef is when I see you, it gets addressed by any means. Now, sometimes it's, you got beef with somebody and y'all come to an understanding like, oh, it ain't really that serious. Really? Okay. Well, he, he said I, it. Right. I only got to put on a couple seconds because, you know, I want right, to. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know their situation. 
I don't really think it's beef because I think if it's really some beef, I think when people really have beef, mm-hmm. they want to address it. Like they want to see you. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to see you with 50 other people. They want to see you face to face. Yo, let's go in the room mm-hmm. and let's let's handle this. But is beef so does does would you say that beef is both ways? Like I can have beef with somebody but them not have beef with me. Absolutely. That's so that's when bullying comes into play. Oh. That's when people get and I always, that's when you just, you get slapped around. Who's the slapper? The person with the beef or the person who just doesn't like? No, I, I think if you're trying to avoid it, you probably getting slapped around. Mm, are you getting, okay. Or, or you like, kind of like what we were saying earlier in terms of like, you can have a situation and you'd be like, I'm going to be the bigger person. <clears throat> and sometimes in being the bigger person, you end up appearing like the sucker. Not necessarily being the sucker, right. but because you're trying to be the bigger person. Some people take that as, oh, you know what? Let me go extra. Like, for example, you could be on the train. Sitting on the train, somebody, you know, they're a little bit close. Mm-hmm. And you go, all right, let me move over a little bit. And then they seem to take the extra space that right. you gave them right. and turn it into six more inches. And then you're like, all right, really? Right. So let me turn around a little bit more so that I can get, so I can make some space between us. And then they take extra space. And then when you're the, the then you look crazy yeah. when you start pushing them back. I've been there in many situations where they're like, well, well, sir, why, why are you? I'm like, because I was giving you space, but now you're trying to overtake me. So now I'm going to be disrespectful and I'm going to be ignorant and I'm going to see what you're going to do. Yeah. And then usually people are like, well, well, I was just, no, you knew what you were doing. Right. And in this case, you know, going, you know, taking that same, um, <coughs> those same thoughts and you applying them to the Cardi Nikki situation, or at least what we know thus far, <coughs> what it seems like, because Cardi has released some sort of, um, <coughs> some sort of, um, statement saying that, you know, she stepped to somebody once, you stepped to them twice and they kind of cop a plea and then they still do like shady shit essentially that lets you know that they are really not as apologetic as they may seem. And so now you got to act accordingly. Like you got to wild out in order to show them that somehow you mean business, right? And yeah. I think that there's, there's a space where you can actually use that to your benefit, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that in this case necessarily Cardi is going to be um, is she going to benefit from right, that? Right, like, is she going to benefit from that? I think that there's going to be a backlash on that, right? Right. Um, what she does have is the fact that, like, you know, we talked about earlier, is that Cardi right now is kind of like the people's champ. Yes. Like, people fuck with her. Like, you know, the regular, degular, schmegulars, like she said, right? Self-included, um, are like firmly planted on Team Cardi. And I, I like her for different reasons. Like, I appreciate the Me fact too. that she's, like, messy and funny and raw <laughs> and unfiltered and just kind of saying it and really like not just saying it but really trying hard to do the work yeah like you you can see her growth right. over time yes. and go damn right you know, she really must have put some work in yeah to get better or she's making strong effort to be better especially right. in the craft <laughs> of being a rapper right because i wouldn't it would i say that she's like the strongest lyricist ever Fuck hell no, no. No. She is. She's, she's, you know, funny as shit. She's got witty rhymes. She openly admits that she has support writing rhymes, right? Oh, she has? I think she said that. She's like, you know, I have people that help me write. Like, Oh, that's good. That's what's up. You know, it's, it's a collaborative effort. You ain't, and she I ain't can, running around here talking about I'm the best rapper ever. Right. And people writing no rhymes. Right. That's, that's cool. You know what I mean? And what, even if it was, no even shots, no shots. Right. You know, like, certainly there are... <laughs> 
lyricists, there are, you know, women rappers that are, like, amazing lyricists. Give me, like, a Rhapsody, right? Like, Absolutely. she's bomb as Or fuck. even, like, 3D Nati. Right. Um, there, you know, there's a couple of them. There's, like, Mumu Fresh. Like, you know, there's there's up-and-coming rappers that are... Not even up-and-coming, and but, like... you got older ones, like Queen Latifah and right. she Light. Yeah. So, there's certainly... Um, and if you've heard our other shows, then you recognize that we are saying that Queen... At least I'm saying. Fuck it. Evelyn is saying that Queen Latifah is the best female rapper to have come out of Newark. Um, oh, I thought you meant of all time. You said just a Newark? At least Newark. At least. What I'm not saying of all time. Because I don't know that... that I, w- I don't believe that. Well, oh, all right. But that's another story for another day. That's another show. I was about to ask, right. who you think is the best who female rapper of all time? Who you think is the best female rapper But we'll hold up to next time. Right? Um, but then it's also about just thinking about how moving forward. Like, once you got beef, now what? Right? Which is why I think mm. that people often act like beef, you know, they, they want to take the high road, right? But sometimes the high road really doesn't do you any justice. Like, it's not helpful. Sometimes the high road ain't high for everybody. Exactly. Particularly not if you feel victimized in the situation, right? It doesn't particularly help you. And I would say that the other side of it is that because they are <laughs> rappers, I mean, if there's a benefit to it, is the fact that they are rappers and that rap, right, this right? Can, yeah. we've historically talked about rap being um, a space where, you know, your aggressive side, to some degree, can come through. Right, it's it's like and a it's, safe and haven. It's acceptable. Right, it's a safe haven for like that you can, part of you your emotional release. spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, in fact, historically in hip hop, like people who've done who've done really well or who've at least had some sort of uh, fame, have been able to really monetize their aggression. Right, like off the top, I'm thinking about like DMX. Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. Literally everybody. Yeah, basically. In some shape or form. Right. LL Cool J. Right. LL Cool J. But Cannabis. And LL Cool J stands alone. We were talking about it earlier, yeah, yeah. but like LL Cool J stands alone in the sense that, in my opinion, and granted, I'm no hip hop, um, you know, what is it? What would, like, aficionado? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not a hip hop aficionado for nope, sure. But really I'm certainly not. not. Shut up. But uh, yes, you know, the other day I confused Poor Righteous Teachers for <laughs> Das Effects, and I will never hear the end of it. Bum skiddly bum I was like, ooh, bum skiddly bum skiddly bum bum. like Poor Righteous I was like, what? And it was Das Effects, right? So yeah, go ahead. Make jokes. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but y'all gonna catch me at Beachstro on a Monday night. Beachstro 135 Alexander Avenue in the Bronx. Y'all gonna catch me on a Monday night. And when I do this jazz version of Ghostface, <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to be in the building. Because Tam- it's tambourines included. Never be the same again. <laughs> Anyway, but you know, like hip hop has historically been a place where I think people's aggressive side, their feelings about that can really shine through, right? So if they're able to really channel that energy and just take that beef, um, you know, off of the streets of New York City during Fashion Week and any other time of the year <laughs> and channel that into the studio, like I think that that would really be good for them and for hip hop in general. I, I know that there's going to be a lot of hip hop purists that are like, they are not hip hop. They are entertainers, but right? they are hip hop. And they're contemporary hip hop. Right. You know, exactly. maybe they weren't like uh finesse and sequence hip hop, you know, back in the <laughs> Back in the video music box. Back days. in the video music box days. Shout out to Ralph McDaniels. Finesse and sequence. Right. 
but they certainly are right. Remember, like, remember Antoinette? Oh shit! And we right, and we might have to do like an old school female rapper um, show. But there's space <laughs> for this to really be able to grow, just like the rest of us, right? If we fuck up one day and we're like, "Damn, I don't take this from. I don't like this person. I got beef with them now," and it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Even in spaces where we don't think that it should, like work. Right. Yeah. Oh. Right. I'm not gonna like myself. at work. Sometimes there's a mf'er who will just really uh, press your buttons, and on the wrong day at the wrong time, things can escalate from like that polite tension to you know what? <laughs> say something else. Say something else. See me outside. You know, take me to HR. You know, I don't, I don't care, right? How this is going to work you itself come out. Come by my cubicle. You right? I'm gonna trip you. I'm gonna put glue in your hair, whatever, right? And we see it happen all the time in schools when students just don't have. Um, and we call yeah. it like maybe like they don't have good management but often like there is other subtext there so again it's like really thinking about the idea that um beef is to beef is is human yeah i mean and and to recover divine ha what you know about that um Ew. clap 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 i'm gonna have to edit this shit for real and start adding like sound effects strong j strong j oh shit hold on hold on hold on let me you got sound effects on oh you know it yeah. Basically. All right, because we can't. Cut off. No, we ain't trying to get no copywritten shit. But y'all already hear that Biggie said it, right? Beef is when I see you, and might see you when I see you. Right, and that's that's really important to not to take this and be able to say that people are going to beef, especially when you are in a field where you're pa- where you're paid to be passionate, because mm-hmm. that's one thing, right? That like as hip, right? Like they ain't they ain't politicians where they're paid to be um maybe objective and even them motherfuckers ain't objective right so but they are paid to be passionate and so we expect passion from them but we want to also manage and protect and control the way that they express their passion and you can't do that yeah you can't do that like that's not fair you know it's certainly i mean we see it all the time where people are expected to have control passion and when something happens we don't know how to act or not even we I'm going right. to just go ahead and limit and say that white people just don't know how to act when black people express passion. For example, look at, remember years ago when, like, um, Cam Newton lost the Super Bowl? Yeah, that was a great example. That's a great example. And he was all, like, you know, pissy because he lost the fucking Super Bowl he, he as anybody would. And he was really, like, reluctant to speak or really just trying to process his own emotion. And it was like, oh, he should be mature, you know? And it wasn't the, the, the line um, in comparison was the year before Tom Brady purposely did not participate in interviews and they were like he needs time to recover this is a big loss right right so it's like i think that when we double standard yeah it's double standard but we also take that in and we absorb white supremacy as being like the standard of how we should behave like oh people out here are gonna be like oh you know they're gonna make us look bad and it's like look bad in front of who somebody who don't like you because somebody who is like if if you if somebody rocks with you, they're gonna re- they're gonna recognize that okay, you know what? This has been a long standing situation. They've had some tension between them, mm-hmm. and tensions escalate. As they as we used to say at Rice, punch time and lunch time. That's what they used to say. Yeah, somebody got in a fight one time. This guy Roy, he literally yelled it out. It was getting fight. He was like, "Go over." That was our our dean. He was like, "Go over." They fighting. Punch time and lunch time. <laughs> 
right? So that and that quote that I said, like you know, to beef is human, to recover divine, right? It's from the what is it? It's from that quote to err is human, to forgive divine from by Alexander Pope. But it's thinking about the idea that like yes, you will beef. There's gonna you know there's gonna be moments where like you're gonna move from I don't like this shit to I right, I got beef with this person. I always call it that it's like the one finger two finger rule. One finger is nagging, two fingers is beef. Ooh, I like that. Right? So when you stick out one finger, you're kind of waving one finger, you're nagging, two fingers is beef, right? And two fingers, so, you get mushed. Right. Two fingers is mush. Like, two fingers is the gun. Two fingers is, like, letting you know, like, I'm not playing with you. So when you escalate... Like you talking to me crazy. Right. And so I have a few strategies <coughs> for some of y'all that are on the verge of being like, I'm about to pop off, moving from oh, one finger to two fingers... And I want to dial it back. Is this for, like, people who are... Is this for everyone? Yeah, so anybody. Oh, great. I need this. Okay. So, and I'm, I'm thinking about strategies, right? I'm, I'm sharing a few strategies that I know have worked for me. Um, and they may or may not work for you, depending on what you stand to lose, right? Because I hate when people be like, think about your kids. Think, fuck that. Because I'm thinking about my kids, I ain't trying to get played. I'm about to like, kick this bitch in the chest. You know what I'm about to, Right. I'm about to keep this bitch in my chest because I need to be good for my kids. Because you know what? If I don't fucking, if I don't have an outlet for you, then I'm going to take it out on them. Because sometimes Ooh, that's, that happens that's quite a bit. Like, think about transfer all Transfer of energy. Transfer of energy, exactly. So it's like, A, I would say that it's really important even before you need it to practice. I think that that's one of the things too, right? That it's like when you want to practice your... Um, like, it's like, like, remember when you was in school and you had fire drills? Wasn't no fire, but you got to practice the drill. So that, God forbid, there was a fire, then you would have kind of a process of what to do, where to go, where to be, who to talk to, where to stand, and all that other good stuff. So I would say that one of the first things that's really super helpful is just finding one thing that works for you that you have access to that will help you kind of, like, relax. Um, and that is not particularly dangerous, right? Even though everything in excess, right? Moderation. But um, obviously people tell you to do things like go to the gym and that may or may not help you. A, if you are like me that has a Planet Fitness membership that has been collecting dust for the last two years, right? I go to the gym about five weeks a year and after them five weeks is over, I'm out. But you know what? Do some physical shit because sometimes even like physical, like if you have, if you're really angry and you want to beef, you have like energy that stores in your body mm-hmm. and like lives there, right? So whether it be like play fighting with your kids or even like, no lie, jogging in place. Word. Yeah, that, right? that movement. That movement, dancing, put on some fucking tunes and just dance, you know, do something that is that requires you to actually move. <laughs> Um, whether, even if it's like cleaning your kitchen, I know back in the day, like there was always oh, jokes yeah. that people used to talk about, like somebody's mama used to go and clean. Right. But that um, was a way of getting out that, right. uh, that negative energy. Yes. And it was a way to right, release. It, yeah. It was a release. You had to move. And then hopefully like your tub will be sparkling white mm-hmm. at the end of it too. Right. So, but moving, whether it be, like I said, jogging in place is really helpful. I listened to that song. What's that name of that song? From Flashdance Maniac. <laughs> That shit rocks with I can kid, see yo. you just Yes You know like And it has high And what's really great Is that it has a high BPM So that yeah. means that You can like Boom boom right, You boom, can dance boom, around boom. And damn near pass out Yes And if you've never seen The scene that I'm talking about I would encourage you To go on YouTube And water Yes The you water dropping scene 
I remember that movie and don't remember that movie, but I remember that scene. And I remember her, um, what, what was it, Leg Warmers? Yes. What I'm yeah. trying to... Don't get your show cut. Let me see. Oh, you about to right? get cut off. So... I have no transmission. That would be that's right. That's in this maniac. So physical activity. Right. The name of the art. The name of the artist is Michael Sembello. So movement. Right. That's who made that song. Yeah, that's the name of the guy. Well, Michael. Was, um, Michael Sembello. Damn, I had the wrong person in my head. Well, I so, thought it was Rick. Um, what was his name? I was about to say Flair. That's a damn wrestler. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I'm making no sense. All right. The next thing that I would suggest is actually having somebody with whom you can talk it out. Everybody has a whole heap of friends, but not all your friends are sensible. So in this case, <laughs> you certainly don't want to fight. You you don't want to find your friend who that want, who is want, who, who wants always to wants to fight, who got the smoke all the time. You know what? The one who is like, I'll fight anybody from like the cashier at Trader Joe's to your mama. Like to no, the bus driver. right? To the bus driver. Like that's not the person that you want. You want to be able to identify, like you know what? Who I who who can really who makes sense to me, right? Even if I don't always agree with them, but they are like they they tend to err on the side of logic, right? Not necessarily caution, because even your cautious friends might be like, go punch that bitch in the face, right. but like right, because they the police ain't around right now, right? Right, you and won't the, get caught. Exactly, you know. But like, really, somebody who is logical, who might really who and who you who you not just trust. But also who you value their opinion. Because everybody, again, has a whole heap of people around them. And I think often this happens with celebrities where people lose sight of them being humans and become fans even when you're friends. Mm. Right? Like your friends and your fans should be different in in different spaces. And your friends should be the people that will be able to be like, yo, you tripping right now. Yes, you are right to be wrong, but... Think about X, Y, Z, right? And they can't probably people that work for you. Or they can really remove you from right, the situation. Right, right. Whether physically, it be physically or, or emotionally. Like emotion, right. Right? So they you could be highly connected to the situation and emotionally stuck. Right. And they, just, they can say something and they'll go, oh, you know what? You're right. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, and there's, so I would say that that's something that's super important that can't be um, underestimated. The value of like a real thought partner. Somebody who can re- you can really sit with and be raw and Thought be point. I like that um, and be super um, transparent with. And you might be able to get fear. it out, yeah, without right. having to get it out on the right. person. Certainly, and this happens even at work, where sometimes, like, if somebody does something that has you on the verge, you might need to go to the bathroom, excuse yourself, and call someone right. or have a text and be like, "Yo, go for a walk." They getting on my co-worker. nerves right now. Like, I don't even have, I don't know what to do. And that person be available to you and say. You know, just 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 walk out. Cause sometimes when you're so upset, you don't even have, you can't you you're not even you're not even being logical. Like yeah, right, have, anger is not logical. Right, you might want to hit somebody with a three hole puncher. Right, right. Whatever is in front of you first, or say something that might really you can't take back. So. Oh so, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Right. Um. And the or the other side is also, mm-hmm. be willing to apologize. Like, I think that that's something that we also don't acknowledge enough, right? I mean, in this day and age now, people and celebrities, they get in trouble and then they send out these trite apologies, right? Because now that their coin is fucked up. But 
I mean, in terms of just being like, I'm a human, like I'm a human and I'm evolving and I'm really emotional right now. And or or I just you you upset me and we don't have to be friends. But I certainly maybe should not have done that there. Right. right? Um, and then also knowing when to like apologize and step away. Right. Yeah. Right. Right, creating space. Right, creating space and distancing yourself from situations. And I think that there have been situations where people can say, I was wrong, and then move away from it and continue with their life, right? Because no one, I don't know, like people people expect you to, people expect too much of you sometimes. I think people, we expect a lot from each other, which is fair, but it's also unfair at the same time. Right, sometimes people expect you to do what they would do. Or what they would, wouldn't do. Or you and you, right, and you not them. Yeah. Or they expect you to be who they would not be, right? right? And so that's something that, I mean, I don't know, you know, and, and that's really difficult. And then I think that the, the fourth thing that, that you can do is to, I don't know, remove yourself from the situation, I guess, if possible. I think, I think honestly, removing, I know for me, that works. Because I don't have a filter. So I'm either like very good or very bad. And you sometimes have to just remove yourself because you don't want it to go somewhere it should not go. Just because you're in that space. Right. You know, and, and sometimes you, you're, you're in spaces where you're just like, you know what? I want all the smoke. Yeah. Right. Because of how you feel emotionally at that moment in time. You may reflect on it after the fact and go, damn. I didn't really want what that end result was, but I did want to address it. But sometimes you just have to remove yourself and go, okay, you know what? Let me revisit this. Yeah. You can remove yourself or you can say no, right? Because I think yes. that sometimes we don't do enough of saying no um, in the desire to like f- appear more ready to deal with people that trigger us. Right, yep. And sometimes you just got to be like, nah, B, like, I don't want to be around this person. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. And, 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 and take and the risk. No, and there's no explanation that needs yeah. to be given. And take you, the risk. Like, maybe in this case, had Cardi been like, you know what? I'm not ready to see this bitch. If I see her in a party, I know that I'm going to want to punch her. And somebody be like, all right, so let's go. Like, what is our contingency plan? Yeah. The right. Contingency Having plan, a contingency plan. Because the contingency definitely. plan could have been, if I see her, I'm going to react this way because I... Like working with young young adults, this yeah. is this is what they always say. Oh, if I see her, it's a it's on, on site. site. On site. And then you go, well, no, you need to. And then they're like, no, 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 no. But typically in these situations, if you have people around you that know what your triggers are and know that you don't really want that on site moment to occur, they might go, all right, this is what our plan is. We see this person. Everybody stops and we turn around. Yeah. You know, it may sound crazy, but it, it may be the thing that actually works with the other party is just like, well, OK, we don't really want the problem because right. they're not the aggressors that we expected them to be. So now we really just got to walk away. Yeah. And then also do the work <laughs> of really under like, I mean, and I think that'll come with time, hopefully <laughs> on Cardi's end. Like Nikki is, is kind of old, right? She's I mean, older than older. Cardi significantly, right? Like mm-hmm. there is at least a good eight year age gap. Right. Between them. So we're looking at the hopefully the idea that there is a difference between like shade mm-hmm. and and there's sometimes some people are shitty and shady. 
right? Which I think that you learn kind of at some point along the route that it's like, okay, you know what? It's okay to misunderstand someone, and it's also important to do the work to understand when shitty is shady. Yes. And so, and that's not about you. That speaks more to the other person. But again, I think that you learn that kind of along the road of... um, of experience and life and also having people around you that are that are the people that can that can ground you right um you need somebody who's gonna be able to grab your wrist when you starting to get that itchy that trigger finger that's gonna be like nah we're not gonna do this now you know and not without invalidating your perspective and saying oh well you shouldn't be wrong or you shouldn't be mad or you shouldn't be whatever but just kind of like we ain't gonna do this now you know there's better ways to do this so in the event that those are some things where you know you're in a position where your dislike of someone is actually merging or moving its way into like straight beef you moving from one finger to two think about these things and let us know exactly what it is that you're doing to try to prevent to try to prevent um dislike from landing in full-fledged beef number one and then also how do you come back when you're when you are in beef mode like is mm. is there a comeback? I mean, what if you? What do you think about? What do you have thinking about Cardi B and Nicki? First of all, and then also, um, so who you got in this? Who you got in this beef? <laughs> right? <laughs> like who you got in this beef? Who you got in this beef, Donnie? I mean, like I was saying, well, when we started the conversation, is I I feel like they're both gonna lose. In the long run, in terms of like, like I feel like we've been here before on numerous levels. Like we've been here with Little Kim and Foxy Brown, you know, in terms of a hip hop thing and a rap thing, you know, like we've been here. So it's kind of like I want to see both of them win, honestly, because I've seen so many people not reach their full potential because of some some kind of beef. And like I was asking you, I was like, what are they beefing about? Yeah, I don't know what the Cuz I still beefing don't about. even understand what the I mean, there probably is an origin, but I don't understand yeah. what the beef is about. I'm sh- right, I'm sure that there's a beef, but you know what the other side of it is that <clears throat> that's another thing with beef. Beef is illogical. Like you don't have right, to yes, have a reason right. to like somebody. You know what I mean? Like they I mean, in this case they may have authentic reasons to dislike one another, some of which might be rooted in like just jealousy he say she say jealousy right? jealousy or or whatever but there's right he say she say people that they might have in common that are trying to like really escalate whatever tension yep. exists right and also we need to th- be thinking about um and the reality is like in this particular case it would have been so much nicer to see them collaborate than to see them beef um, and, not because they're women, because I also don't subscribe to this yeah. idea that women are sisters in the game. Like, nah, B, no. if you piss me off, it's but all bets I, off. Honestly, I don't want to see them collaborate in the terms of musical sense. Like, I don't. I think they do two different things. What do you think they do differently? I think they have two different styles. Like, I think Nicki Minaj really wants to be this lyrical... You think? I think she does. But I think she also does, like, this character, this character thing, you know? Whereas, like, I feel like Cardi B is more like the realistic realistic person and she's less of a character even though she's has character th- you know like when i look when i, I look at her i see somebody who does um looks like she could be amazing on screen you know and like some kind of comedy and and, and those type of aspects whereas I, if I if they if they were to collaborate i would not really want it to be music i would i would want it to be something that nobody expects of the mm. both of them together like I would love to see them in a commercial together or something. Right. Like, 
like shared sponsorship right. of some sort. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be musical <laughs> collaboration, but right. just collaboration in terms of like elevating the idea that women, right, can 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 do different things in hip hop. I know that, for example, one of the things that I do admire about Nicki is her philanthropy, right? Like I think yes. that she's definitely like made it a point to give away significant amounts of money. I know that mm-hmm. most recently she made headlines for giving, I think, twenty five thousand dollars to yeah. Jeffrey Owens. Yep. So and she's you know helped. What is it like a hundred kids with college scholarships recently? Yeah. So there's a high level of like philanthropy there, and I think that each person has their lane for sure. Exactly. But being able to like promote, so I'm saying promote each other in the sense that like Cardi has like real talkism. Right. I want to like, hear her talk. Like, like I want to hear Cardi talk, and I want Nikki to be like Cardi be saying some real shit. And I also want I would love to hear Cardi say. And these are the benefits that Nikki has because yes. people need to learn to stay in their fucking lane. And honestly, I think at the end of the day. They probably have more that they actually like about each other in terms of human characteristics than they can actually admit. Because I would love to see, like, Nicki Minaj donate to something that Cardi is a part of. Yeah. You know, like, in terms of, like, donating to to the community that Cardi comes from. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like those are the type of collaborations that young people need to see. More so than, oh, they did a song together or, you know, they were on a show together. You know what I mean? They yeah. went on tour together. Like, they need to, in, in this situation, and this is another reason why I feel like this is kind of corny, because you have young people, men and women, who support both of them, who like both of them, but then are beefing probably between the factions and don't even really understand or have a real reason as to why they're beefing with this other person. Just because... The one that they like doesn't like the other, and real and and realistically, they probably be, could be doing amazing things if they were on the same team, or teamed up for something. You know right. what I mean? Right, and that's the whole thing, right? Like I think that there's a space where they can be certainly teamed up. Hopefully, even if they're not doing the same thing. Exactly. Right? Like um, imagine if Little Kim and Foxy Brown would have not accelerated their beef, like. Who would these women be today? Not to say that they're not anything to, you know, right now, but it's almost kind of like, did that have an effect on their growth in the music, you know, in the music business or in even other businesses that they probably wanted to engage in? You know what I mean? And that's true. Like, I mean, I think that that's also really unfortunate because that's (laughs) one thing that women... Why does it have to be one woman? Or the fact that we don't... Like, we don't give women full range of their emotions or, like, not yep. not that we don't give it to them, but it's we don't almost like... It. Right, we don't respect it. Like, when women are angry, they're seen as, like, emotional bitches, you know, like, as if, as if anger wasn't natural to us as right. well, right? Like, there's this <clears throat> automatic expectation that aggression <clears throat> or frustration or anger, like, those in their extreme belong to men. Right, that there are more masculine behaviors. That men right. have a right to like have full and, and, range and of motion behavior. Because right. we don't look at men's aggression as negative. Right. Whereas a woman's aggression or emotion is looked at a right. lot of times as a negative aspect right. or flaw. Right. Emo- right. So a man's a man's uh, aggression because 50, fifty could be emotional and aggressive, and people go, "Damn, yo, he's killing them." Right. A man's aggression would be considered passion. Mm. or intensity right, right yep. we use those Good kind words. of like coded words to be able to speak to their <laughs> aggression being seen He's favorably a passionate artist 
right he's a passionate artist versus a woman who would talk about the same thing would be seen as emotional or bitchy or, or fucked crazy. up or crazy or you know all these kind of not so positive terms so it that also is is really unfortunate right that we and and that's one of the flaws i think that hip-hop has if we talk about any in the sense that you know and that when it comes to like be like it it seems to want people to beef so much that they can put people in like these really narrow pockets Mm -hmm. to the point that when rappers try to go outside of that realm you actually lose you lose right and we were talking earlier about some rappers that (laughs) Like have very few rappers have managed to come out of pocket and win, in right. my opinion, right? Yeah. And that even in the court it's of like public now, opinion, it's got to be strategic, right? That when you know better, you still don't want to see them do a whole range of shit. Like for example, I think that LL we were talking about yeah. earlier, he was a perfect example. Is one of the few that managed to um, that managed to kind of straddle the line of aggression right like so you have mm-hmm. a mama said knock you out and then you also have an i need love you yeah. have some beef like the beef he had yeah, with cannabis hey, love. right is that exactly where he probably and some it's arguable whether he lost right some people some people initially said he lost and then some people say he won right you know and so but it, but it stayed there right right it didn't go oh his thing with cannabis is this now he don't got a show in the house no more you right know? like it, it's not affecting his other it's not affecting the other things that he's engaging in. Like right. I, we were talking about maybe like a couple weeks ago about Will Smith. Yeah. And how did Will initi- Smith ever have beef with somebody? Did they have like a diss track about Will Smith? No, but he was considered soft. Okay, you're right. You know, by by outsiders, right. but you know, and then we even talked about in terms of like how he was looked at by women to a certain degree. Certain women was like, "Oh, I'm not dealing with him because he ain't tough." And you look look where he is now. You know, like. He wasn't necessarily the tough guy in his music, but it was other attributes. And he was, he's was he been able to show you the different sides of who he is. And, and that's respected about him now yeah. as a, as an, uh, you know, as a grown, grown man. But he also, right. He also never got into like that full on beef lane. No, nah, he never, he was never about that. Right. But that's but okay. He was, we also but, he never, but his masculinity was never, no, his masculinity was tested, but he never felt in line with oh let me be this tough guy because people were testing my masculinity you know what I mean so that's a big difference whereas he never went oh you know what they don't think I'm tough like think about the rappers who got caught with guns in the last 10 years it was nothing about them trying to shoot anybody because they wasn't really trying to shoot nobody they just basically was trying to show that they was tough so yeah, because there are, and then also there's some rappers that we don't even want to see get into that beef lane. No, because we don't want to see you get your ass whooped, right? Or dissed. Like I wouldn't, I would hate to hear Will Smith come out with a diss track. I mean, granted, he seemed like the happiest motherfucker on earth, and probably ain't never gonna. And his diss track would be like what jokes? Yes, right. It would be like, like a he knows his lane. Yes, exactly. I could see him maybe having a diss track against like Kev- his, against like Kevin Hart. Right. You he's, know, he's had like. Because you know what, brand new funk was was a uh, it wasn't a diss track, but it was a battle track. Oh, okay. And in that song, he's 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 rhyming like a bat. He's battling, but in no point of that does he is he ever like talking crazy. Ah. You know what I mean? So maybe. But we it's all to, about skill set. So maybe we need to bring back the art of the battle, right? Because that's a whole but, different. That's like a wilding out thing, right? Like like where they do they do is that like kind of like that show on MTV, like where they roast each other? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I, I feel like 
in, in, in this day and time, well, no, I feel like also in this day and time, things are changing with these younger guys because these younger guys don't even give a damn about the the quote-unquote battle thing. Like, they like, I'm trying to get my money. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get people in my family right. Like, I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to turn up. I'm trying to enjoy myself. So it's like, oh, you got beat? Like, you, because you, you've seen, I mean, I've well, seen that. Well, that could probably escalate, right? Because that's another thing that actually would turn the battle into beef. I'm going to give you a good then, example. Soldier Boy. No, you know. Bra, 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 you got the Draco. Bra. Exactly. Remember, and Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. Those are like two great examples of people you go, oh, no. Like, at one point, they was about to, they wasn't they supposed to fight each other? No, Soldier Boy was supposed to fight Chris Brown. But nevertheless, Soldier Boy is a perfect example of when he first came out, he was talking about Superman that hoe. Three or four years later, he talking about he got the Draco. And then people are calling him out on it like his gun was fake. But he's been able to kind of like, I guess, swerve around that. But at the same time, people don't take him serious Who, as, a, as an adult. No, they don't take him serious as an adult. At least, at least, uh, I don't know, my era of people. So, Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy, yeah. yeah. Like, he's not taken serious as, a, as an adult. Soldier, take, he probably don't, because I think he's thinking entertainment. But I think that that's also something important that you said here, where, especially if we're looking at, if we're looking at them as, like, the holder, the keepers of the hip-hop flame, that because of the amount of money that is available now, that rappers now know that... Battles don't make money. Beef exactly. makes money. Exactly. Yeah. So things would escalate yeah, from yeah. battle, and also battle is skill based. Takashi Six Nine is an example of that. But beef makes money. Beef makes so money. Yeah. if beef makes money, then I'm gonna err on the side of beef right. more than the side of battle because battle requires me to sharpen my skills to sharpen right. to increase my capacity as a rapper. Yeah. Right. And that's something that we all kind of gotta contribute. be creative. Right. Which is kind of, and so the fact that we live in this society, like, I think all the time about how lately it's so uncomfortable in a way that I, like, when I was in my early 20s, I didn't have any money. I mean, granted, shit, I don't have no money now, but, like, the, you know, but I didn't have any money, but neither did anybody else. And they also we was all were, equal playing right, field. Right, we was all equal playing field of... Things wasn't flying to Dubai in right, they, right, 20-year-olds were not flying to Dubai. They were not doing shit. They were broke and 20 and they happy. They was going to the beach. Right, and I'm not suggesting that people should stay Virginia. young and broke. Right, there was like fucking... Um, from um, Miami, Day. right, you right. going to Black Bike Week. Right, we going to Black... Like now it's like, they be like, oh, you not in no madness. You don't right. have stamps on your passport. But we also have to recognize that like have living in this contemporary culture where there is a lot of money because there's a lot of money. For example, I remember taking the train with my friends to the club when I was like 23. That was like a rite of passage. Oh, yeah. Like you would have to go places and, you know, and so like today there was funny because there was a diner in Brooklyn, I think Mike's Diner on Utica that closed down. Mm. And a lot of people were like, damn, that was my post-club um, you know, that was my post-club diner or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, like, damn, people go, people, do people even go to the diner anymore or do things like that? Right. Because, and you never think about the infinite amount of ways in which Remember people go in places. In yes. People go in places after the club. Like, now that everybody can afford Uber, bitch, I'm going home. Right, everybody's going directly. Right. And there's no, there's no interaction. Yeah. The same type of, like, people would like, all right, what's the next spot we going to? Right. But it's like, there's no, 
we well, don't let's find another ball. Right. Like it's like this desire to like get better and kind of like understand process is a little bit lost because now we we're so quickly into like monetizing everything. Yeah. The, yesterday when was it? Two days ago I did a workshop. And it was um, a 20-year-old, you know, so we asked them, like, I asked the group as part of the introduction, what is one thing that they did to over the summer, right? And that was fun. And one of them says, oh, um, I started a brand. Wow. And I was like, what? That shit ain't fun. And I, No, but I mean, I was like, you started a brand. And then I was like, so what are you doing with your brand? Like, you know, I'm thinking like, first of all, I'm still kind of confused about this whole branding, everybody marketing. Got everybody yeah. got a fucking brand now. Everybody's a brand. You got a brand. Whatever. So, and he's like, I oh, started a brand. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? He, I, and he goes, oh, it's, um, I have a t-shirt. And I was, and he's like, oh, we, we have a, we have a, a t-shirt online or whatever. And I was like, oh, so you sell t-shirts? And he goes, no, I have a brand. And I was like, but the only, and I'm thinking to myself, like, and I really wanted to push back on, like, the only thing that your brand is doing is selling t-shirts, but okay, fine. Right, right. You got, all right, you got a brand. Right. You got that, bro. But it started, it started me to thinking that, like, everybody has something that they're, like, monetizing. And again, when there's so much money to be made for, I, w- I don't want to say mediocrity because I don't want to say that these women are mediocre, that current temporary right. rappers are mediocre. But, like, you're making money for doing what feels like less. Right, yeah, yeah. So then you have to do more to continue to make the money because the more, the right. less people have so much talent, the more pe- the easier the marketplace can get saturated. And it's almost like the less interest people have. Right. And so you got to make the money quick. you got to be doing something to, to keep people interested. Right. And, and the attention spans right now are very sh- short attention span is like, I, they, there was a study and they were saying that basically like you lose people in less than like, 1.5 seconds or like anywhere between 1.5 and 3 seconds oh wait go back who's that this is Nikki when she arrived oh okay I saw something like that the other night oh. yeah I'll tell you about it um, but yeah yeah like the attention keeping people's attention span is the hardest thing so it's like anybody you know now the biggest thing now is like attention yeah Right, and so is and so things escalate. Getting attention and keeping right. attention. And I think that, yeah, people people beef escalates, right? And battles and bars de-escalate, right? De de like they become not de-escalate, but like they become they love, fewer and farther yeah, in between. Like diminish because now they reckon we recognize that beef is aligned with attention and attention is aligned with monetary or you know what i mean like or mm-hmm. beef is atten- beef is aligned to views views translate into right monetary gain exactly so yeah yeah so the other strategy to prevent right and and the reality is that most of us are not benefiting from it but we're part of this society <coughs> so when we see things it's really hard to separate yourself especially if you are just so immersed in the culture because even though even when you air quotes know better you still are part of the culture that you're part of right like you're still using the lingo you're still um clapping back in ways that even 10 years five four years ago you would not have clapped back the same way yep you know so it's like this constantly um short-term sword sharpening that doesn't seem to serve us over the long haul. I agree with you on that one. No. 
Yeah, so tell us what you think about beef. What's beef? Beef is when your mom's I think, safe up in the street. And I've heard this said numerous times. I think if people got punched in the face, um, it would prevent a lot of things. Or it would just get straight to the point, you know. That's my opinion. Punched in the face and kicked in the chest. Or even like wrapped up, like you grab somebody up. I remember when that used to be like very, very uh, prevalent. And then that would, that would like stop beefs. Because it was like, oh, the other person really don't want it. And then everybody would go about their business. Yeah. And so maybe that's one of the things that we all need to process, like where we... Um, <clears throat> where we stand, right, in relation to beef. What's beef in your life, right? And it's important to really be able to talk about it, to unpackage it, it. to process it, to feel it. Yeah. Sometimes to act on it. Yeah. If you acting on it all the time, though, that you unhinged. Basically. And somebody will whoop your ass. Right. And somebody. Or they will hurt you. Right. You know, because they know that you like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or you might hurt someone and really cause harm. Exactly. Right, that you that is a more difficult to get away from. Right, you can't come back from. Right, you can't come back on it. So again, let us know what you think about these strategies. As always, the email address is theripenessradio at gmail dot com. Twitter, the ripeness. Instagram, ripeness. LinkedIn. Nah, I'm talking. I'm talking shit. Really? I don't know nothing about no LinkedIn. <laughs> I might also need a LinkedIn tutorial, right? Because, uh, yeah, I don't know YouTube. shit about LinkedIn. YouTube. Oh, we should record these. Um, but let us know what you think. But holla. Have a great week. It is now 2.20 a.m. And we off to the blogs to see what else is going on. <laughs> um, I'm great. on Twitter. And I see that apparently the fight was between Cardi and um, Ra Ali. I think she was on one of those reality shows Muhammad as well. Is that Muhammad Ali steps his... Not playing. Right. Um, but apparently Nikki did try to attack. It seems like people are saying that Nikki... I mean, I'm sorry, Cardi attempted to um, lunge at Nikki in some sort of way, and Ra No, Ali... you read it wrong. Ra Ali was lunging at Cardi. Oh, okay, so Ra Ali was lunging at Cardi. So that's the, con- that's the current thing. It will probably change, but the need right. to unpackage beef, especially in hip-hop, will <laughs> never change. And there's always going to be something else to say. In the meantime, also, we want to say rest in peace to Mac Miller. Yeah, man. That's crazy. That's sad. Um, that kid, I feel like he was definitely on a... He had a lot he was dealing with, and I think his music reflected that in a way that why why it was getting so much better. But it's sad that, you know, like, he was really dealing with some things. And it's, and that's one of the things that... I was, it's funny, because I was listening to um, not his last album, the album before that, and he was saying that in one of the songs. He was just kind of like, you know, trying to get closer to God, um, because I'm I'm depressed and I got issues and I got things going on, and his music was really 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 good, and it was getting even better. But you can see that he was really struggling and was dealing, and he was putting it in his music, but maybe he wasn't able to manage outside of the music. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes music is a is a release. But it seems like he wasn't really able to release the way that he what that he that he, you know he should have been. And it seems like a lot of people who are close to him or around him really 
enjoyed his company and his time. So that's the great thing about him in terms of the people that he's influenced and had a positive about. But it sucks that he's no longer here at yeah. such a young age. Definitely. It's such a tragedy. I think that um, <clears throat> addiction yeah, in all forms hurts people and um, changes trajectories permanently, even under the best of circumstances, meaning that someone is um, rehabbed. I know that I've certainly um, lost a member, family, close family member to addiction. And every day, you know, I, I think about it all the time. So again, um, to the fans and family and friends of this young man, this young up and coming rapper. Um, yeah, we, we, we stand with you in, in, um, and you have our condolences. So on that note, um, there's beef that's external and sometimes there's beef that's internal and that's what Mm, gotta uh, resolve it yeah right in all cylinders it's so important to resolve it Um, but that's it y'all so as always thank you for listening to another episode of the ripeness party like rock stars fuck like porn stars and shoot to the sky like the rockets that you are wishing you the best week ever listen to us on SoundCloud um, Google Play iTunes iTunes and hopefully soon Spotify and so let us know what you're thinking toodaloo punch time and lunch time